0: So once again, I continue our worship and the Lord's Lord's Day. And as we worship, we enthrone God in the midst of the situation. We enthrone God in our lives. And at the same time, also, as we worship God, we release life to the world. And that's what our Gospel talks about today. Our gospel today is continuation of last Sunday about the food that the Lord's want the people at that time and even us today to really seek of the heavenly food. Yes, we seek earthly food and we need that also for our daily uh, lives. But we don't just live for that and not only for that but we have also our spiritual life that need to be fed by the word of God, and He said that I am the bread of life. I am the Word incarnate. That as you believe in me, means believe in me. It means say we're willing to submit, we're willing to obey, and let me be Lord of your life. Then you will have everlasting life. And believe in His word. So as you continue to eat his word, our life changes. It renews our mind. It renews our lifestyle, our whole being. And also we we work or continue to be like him, as we continue to eat his word. It means to submit. It means to obey. It means to really digest and be part of it. We become what we eat. So he talked about the living bread of the Word of God last Sunday. Today, he's talking about the living bread in the Eucharist. Another food. Today I'm here in the table of the Word. That's our shepherd. He fed us with the table in the Word for our spirit, and by and by in the table of the Lord the Eucharist which is flesh and blood so today he's talking about that he is the source of life the true source of life and that life is not just life existence or life just breathing but divine life everlasting life That was he's saying and those who believe in him in his word and also partake of His body and His blood, we receive divine life, the God kind of life. So, my topic for today is, we have to connect to the source of life. We have to connect to the source of life so that that divine life continues to flow in us. So from verse 41 to 51, okay, it is talking about this. So from verse 41 to 50, is mostly the discourse between Jesus and the Jew, because verse forty-one says they murmured and they said the Jews complained or murmured about him because he said I am the bread which came down from heaven, and they said is that this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is then that he says I have come down from heaven? So there's a, a what do you call uh, a controversy that the Jews do not believe that he is the bread of life how come he is the son of the carpenter we know him and he says he comes from heaven so this combination of, of unbelief and at the same time also maybe did understand and familiarity so those three will always equal us to unbelief. Because you don't believe in him. And then verse 43, Jesus had said, do not be murmured. The one who come unless the Father who has sent me, draw him, will raise up in the last day. And it's written in the prophets that it shall be taught by God. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. He said, Don't you worry, God will teach you. What you have heard from God. He will teach you. He will draw you to me. Those who are willing, those who believe, God will draw them to the Lord. And it is God's work on us. It is God who touched the heart of every unbeliever to know God, to see God, to seek Jesus. Yes, we pray. Yes, we share the word. But always it is God who touched their heart. It will be taught by God. So don't you worry. You will be taught by the Lord about me. And it said here, not that because He came from the Father. He knows the plan. He knows His purpose. He knows the overall plan of the Father. That's why believe in me. I know what I am doing. And then, verse 47 said, "Most shall I say to you who believes in me has everlasting life. He repeated again one of the key verse. Who believes in me have everlasting life everlasting life is not that life after death it is a divine life given to us when we receive first of all when during baptism and start believing god that is the everlasting life it means to say that right now we could live that everlasting life we will not wait that we die and experience everlasting life. Today, as we receive and believe in Jesus Christ, we have everlasting life and we could experience that everlasting life. We'll talk about that later. He assured them. And then he repeated again, verse I am the bread of life. I am the bread of life. I am giving you life, divine life. And verse 49, your fathers ate the manna. Now, he it now here. Because the Jews always think about the manna. And we said, here, your father ate the manna in the wilderness and they are dead. They just eat the physical food supplied to them by God. But they are dead. Not just dead physically, but they are dead spiritually. Because they don't believe in God. That's why I'm giving you food. Heavenly food that will give you everlasting life. When you die, you have an everlasting life. Verse 50, And this bread which come down from heaven, and one may eat it with will not die. So repeat it again. The one who eat and will not die is the same as everlasting life. Verse 51, This is where I'm going to go into uh, the uh, uh, key verse here. We are going to start our, our homily. I am the living bread which comes down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will forever live. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Said Once again, I am. This is one, the word, I am. There are seven, I am. I am the light of the world. I am the good shepherd. And he is the one. I am. I am the living bread. Verse forty. I am the bread of life. Verse 51, I am the living bread. Just the same. The living bread. Why He is the living bread? Because I said, This bread which I give is my flesh. He talks about His death. His sacrificial death to the cross. That through His death and resurrection, we have everlasting life if we believe. We have salvation. The meaning of salvation is, it is deliverance from all evil. Not just life eternal. But the meaning of salvation is, it is deliverance from evil every evil what the enemy could do to us that is the whole package of salvation not only eternal life but everything in it everything and here in the salvation also includes first of all the forgiveness that's why he gives life the meaning here is that to redeem us from The clause of death and sin. Death eternal. Death spiritually. That's what I'm talking about. That's why He gave us life. Divine life. Forgiveness of our sins. And deliverance of the clause of death. Eternal death. That's the meaning there. Now, it becomes now a living bread because it is His life. It is His body that He gave to you and me in the cross. And He resurrected by three days. let now become the body of the risen Lord. He is alive. That's why I am the living bread. He is alive. And we all see this in the eyes of faith. In the eyes of faith. When we see the bread and the wine it tastes like bread it tastes like wine but in the eyes of faith when you receive it we receive it us the body and blood of christ that it give us life it would nourish us and how to reinforce our faith to believe that what we are receiving is the body and blood of christ You could see it in our prayer in page seven of your customary it says here this is a prayer of the priest look at that when i say like this i pray we pray that in your goodness and mercy your holy spirit may descend upon us upon these gifts sanctifying them showing them to be holy gifts for your holy people the bread of life and the cup of salvation the body and blood of your son jesus christ that prayer we let the holy spirit work in that bread and and wine to become the body and blood of christ we see it and accept it by faith that prayer so it is just as empty-minded while doing this for the sake of doing it you can see it in your customary When we the priest would pray, and I tell you, I'm just representing Jesus. In the eyes of faith, it is Jesus who prayed that. That's why it becomes now alive. There's now power in that. Because it is the body and blood of Christ. It is the greatest thanksgiving that man could give to God. When we raise that bread, we raise the power of God. We enthrone God. There's life in it. You have to receive it by faith. Believe in it. That it is the body and blood of Christ. It is the food for our spirit. It nourishes our spirit. And it, it only activates by faith. And believing that the Holy Spirit is working in that sacrament. And he said here, I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If we he eat a bit, he will live forever. He is now talking about eternal life. Eternal life that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. Redeemed from the curse of the law by his death and resurrection. By any kind of sickness, any kind of, of evil, we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus, by his death and resurrection. So it is conducted to the body and blood of Christ. And we have to see it and believe it by faith. And live it forever. And this bread I give is my flesh. It is talking about a sacrificial life of the Lord in the cross. He gave His life for you and me so that you could have eternal life as we believe. And that eternal life or divine life we receive when we have faith in him. Now look at this. My flesh which I shall give. For the life. Of the world. So. His sacrificial death. And his resurrection. Gives life to you and me. First. He gives life to you and me. In redeeming us from the curse of the law. The club, sin and death. We have been redeemed by that. He gave us life. Eternal life now. We have assurance of forgiveness. We have assurance now with mercy and compassion that we have now eternal life when we pass this life. But not only that. That life eternal, we have received it now. We have to believe that we have received it now and we can experience it now. That's why we have to believe that we have that life in us because Jesus is in us. And how we do that? When we read the word of God, we infuse life in our spirit. When we pray, we infuse life in our spirit. When we worship, we infuse life to our spirit. And as recipient of this divine life, now it's time now to give it back to the world. That's why... We will continue to worship God. We will continue to pray to God. We will continue to read the word of God. Why? Because we infuse and give life to the world, especially today. It's just darkness. We infuse light and life. No wonder anyone to stop the church. Because the church is the source of life. That Jesus is here in the church He has mandated his church To give life to the world To his word That's a preaching There are some people who are going to be here today That's why we have our online So they could hear it And after this We have to bring them the Eucharist The word First food, the second food Is the Eucharist We bring him to them the life, eternal life of God. And that life expressed in deliverance, expressed in healing, expressed in everything in that, in that word and that Eucharist, the food that we bring. We bring it to sick people in the hospital. Why? Because we believe when they partake of the Eucharist, hear the word and the Eucharist, they spiritual. Life would be uh, recharged, even if it would quicken the flesh. That is the power of divine life. And that divine life also expressed in our everyday life. You see, that life, you see, you see life is not just existing. Have you say the word, he's that person is full of life. It means it's full of hope. Just joy and peace, everything that's even in Him. And the good thing here is that our our life, based is not based on the outside thing. Maybe people have the, the rich and the payments They have, they maybe they have, they have they think that they could say they have everything in life. Maybe, but not all things are temporary. We base this life in the eternal Word of God. We base this life on the. Sacrificial work of God or Jesus in the cross. That's why it will never diminish. It will never be taken from us. And that life, because we believe that we have that life, then that life, divine life is expressed in healing, in joy, in peace. If we have fear, that is not divine life. life itself to have that hope and courage if you have unforgiveness that is not divine life that's why the life divine life is full of joy peace from the lord we express that even this, in the middle of this pandemic we continue to be hopeful continue to worship god it encourages other people to pray to god we give life to them. That is an expression of divine life in us. That divine life. And we bring that to the world. To our preaching, to social media, to our prayer, to our intercession. Brothers and sisters, remember that. We are recipients of divine life and we have to proclaim that every day. That's how we could experience divine life, eternal life here on earth. Yes, there will be a problem. There will be some darkness. But praise God, life is greater than darkness, even death. That's why resurrection, will always remind us, that said, death cannot hold Him. There's power in the resurrection. There's power in divine life. And that divine life continue on the other side. Brothers and sisters, may it be reminded that we have that divine life. And we're going to express that to our worship, to our prayer, to reading the word. Continue divine life, continue to flow in us. And then release it to others. Bring it to others. That's why we continue to worship God continue to pray continue to have our uh, gathering together even in quarantine i like what pope francis says see that quarantine in a, in a positive way make it be that is the time that together family you said to read together or cook together make it a, a positive way even i would say a time where a family would pray together worship together read the word together, that is infusing life to our family. Because the moment we stop reading the word, the moment we stop praying, the moment we stop worshipping, we also stop, let the divine life flow in us. That's why I have to continue to worship, continue to pray, continue to read the word of God, continue to eat. That's why I continue to worship today and bring the Eucharist of the people are not here. and thank God today you see when you eat people who don't eat much are sickly hmm? people who don't eat much dried right food are sickly people same also of people who do not eat much of the word of God and also the Eucharist they are spiritually sick Praise God. Today we have now our everyday Mass. Every day. We take daily. Our daily bread. Our daily bread. Put the Eucharist in the Word. So that, that, that eternal life, the divine life continue to flow in us. And with that, we bring also to others. We bring hope to others. It be, because of divine life, it is we proclaim in our life that church should be the happiest place in the world. Because Jesus is here because life is here. You should be the happiest people in the world. All of us. Whatever we do in life, in your work, in your church, or in your, in, in your office, you infuse and bring life to others. We are the source of solution. We are not the source of problem. Because we have divine life. It is a practical way of expressing that divine life in us. Brothers and sisters, once again, the Lord is reminding us today, we are a recipient of that life. When you receive that, we will receive that with faith that we receive the body and blood of Christ. There is power in it. There is power in it because it is the living bread. It is the very life of Christ. And now, as we receive it, we bring it to the world. We give hope, give them courage, give them faith, that there's a solution to everything and that is Jesus.